You're listening to Tan Van Tour Talk, Season 4, Episode 1. With the boys. The boys are back. The boys are back in the van. <laughs> back in the van. Back in the van again. Well, this is a condensed version. Yeah. Let's Only do the lay of the van. Let's do the lay of the van. Yeah, okay. This is Mike. I'm driving. This is Ben. I'm sitting shoddy. Uh, go for it. This is AD. I'm in the back left. This is David. I'm back right. Did you guys watch that video of T-Pain singing without auto-tune? I watched a little no. bit. Of I don't know I who skip T-Pain through. is. Why would anyone care that he's a good singer? Who is he? Because he's just a good... Like, people are so people are freaking out about him. Uh, he, he's famously... He's got, oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, I, I, I was just going to say, I think he's got really good PR because I also simultaneously saw that he has, at the very same time, he has... Uh, an article in the New York Times that had a really funny title, oh. uh, "The Sadness of T Pain." Oh, <laughs> what? Uh, the T Pains of being pure at heart. No, it's it's just like a article about him. It's an article about him. <clears throat> well, he's famous for using auto tune. Yeah, and he did one. He did a tiny desk like share auto tune, like share style. No, 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 no. Like like R and B. Like when you hear when you hear. An R&B song where someone's using auto-tune. Yeah, like, uh... Do you believe in life after love? No, she sings that. She sings that, though. No, but it's got that thing on it. It's no, it got doesn't. that... No, it doesn't. That was so on. much... That was too long ago. Auto-tune's yeah. recent. That's just the way your voice sounds. Yeah. It's beautiful. I think you guys are crazy. Is that Cher? Yeah, man. Cher. 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 It's pronounced Cher. 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 <laughs> the band chair. Uh, no, but T Pain, famous for auto tune, and then staying without auto tune on a tight desk concert. And everyone was freaking out. Like, I haven't seen something get shared that much on Facebook. Uh, maybe in uh, ever. I don't know. No, I think that woman walking around getting harassed got shared as much on my feed as that did. Okay. And the ice bucket challenge got insanely oh, yeah. okay. shared. I guess I just ignored that <laughs> whole thing. Uh, and Twin Peaks coming back got shared more yeah, than almost okay, anything okay, else right, I've okay, seen in a right, long time. I lied. I made a mistake. Hey, you're just wrong. Here's the thing: is that he's a good singer. Yeah, I thought. Well, I watched like you know a couple minutes of it. I thought it was nice. But that's it. It's it's like he's a good singer. So what? It's what. So what is because everyone assumed he wasn't. Yeah. That's. I guess that's, that's it. Yeah. Thing. That makes Turns sense. out he can sing. I, <laughs> I don't. It's just like. Maybe it doesn't matter. Astounded that he would have used auto tune because it's so obnoxious. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't understand the hype. The big deal. She should stop dyeing her hair and let it get all gray, and then do a tour as Silver Share. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. It'd be kind of confusing too. Yeah. Sell a lot of tickets. <laughs> yeah. Silver Share. She doesn't dye her hair. She wears Silver wigs. Silver Share. A wigs. Yeah. Silver share. Many wigs. She'll change during shows. Oh wow! Yeah. I think I would go to a share concert. She's still performing. I don't know. Meet some guys there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the there reason is. the reason we started up the show right now when we did is because we started to have a pretty serious conversation about the tour itself. Uh, in that. Well, I started off saying 
that I was not feeling mentally prepared to be gone for a week. This tour is longer than most of the ones we've done with, with this show. Is that true? Uh, we yeah. did one other longer tour since we've done the podcast. Maybe the first one. Yeah, the very first one. Um, but I was just saying, I'm, I don't feel necessarily like... I feel like I'm just driving up to Indy like I would any night, and then I'm going to drive home after that. But we're going to be gone for seven or eight days. Yeah. And I'm just not quite there in my mind yet. I didn't really have time uh, to think about this tour at all. Yeah. I, packed, I packed real quick mm-hmm. last night. Me too. And then worked all day, and now we left. I picked David up at about 4 o'clock, and then we went to get the drum head, and then I packed when we got home from there. Yeah. So I'm feeling, maybe that's it. Maybe I've just put it, I've just procrastinated long enough to... Well, I did laundry yesterday to get prepared, but... Uh, but what? I what? thought I wasn't prepared for it because today, we when I woke up, it is really cold now out of yeah. nowhere in a Indiana. seasonal change. And it's it's like snowing and rainy, and the weather is really bad. Um, so it just kind of threw me off a little bit. And it's, it's yeah, just kind of raining and, and gross. I'm driving. Bummer. And it's and it's weird that we worked all day. <laughs> yeah, we all and now worked. we're driving in the dark essentially yeah. to the show. Which I think is gonna be a great show and I'm excited about, but uh just this feels anticlimactic a little that's bit. That's what that's what's hard about touring. Well this is just hard for me in general at this time of year is that it's just dark all the time. Yeah. Get bummed out. Totally. I like uh, this time here. <laughs> Excuse me. I like things about it a whole lot, actually. But um, not me. Lately, since I have to get up earlier with Asa now, uh, it being dark when I get up is a, is a drag. Yeah, it bothers me. We got daylight savings time. Yeah. When's that kick in? Soon. Like, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, really? Oh, no, cool. Sunday. 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 I uh, I don't. I love being on tour. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm excited about the trip. I'm just not feeling like I'm on the trip. Yeah, yeah. I need some Java. I. Uh, I got some instant. Yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. Sure. I'm gonna miss my girlfriend. Yeah, that's a new challenge. This is a new thing for me. Uh, are you gonna talk to her on the phone every day? Maybe not every day. I don't it's know. okay if you do. We're not going to tease you or anything. Yes, you will. Uh, we you will, will tease, tease you. Me, yeah. We will tease you, but uh, that doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm saying you have our blessing to call her every day, even you have, though you we will make fun to get of you. Teased. You have our blessing for us to tease you if you should do the right thing. Hey, man. Just do it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> hey, it's Is that fine. the right thing to do? I don't it's know. It depends fine, on your man. relationship with her. It's fine if you do it, How man. Do you just don't let me it. see it. You, just let you do whatever you want. Oh well, yeah, man, but I rule the roost. That's true, you're on the... A woman must respect her uh, husband. No, uh, it, early on, when I first was starting to go on tour... <laughs> rule the roost. <laughs> Jess and I would try to talk every day on the phone. Yeah. And the fact is, for us, and this may not be the case for everyone, it became a bit of a drag, and it became kind of a chore, mm-hmm. and we both started to resent it a little bit. And that would come out as anger towards each other occasionally. And then we, at some point we realized that if we just did each did our thing, which actually this is a little bit easier now that Ace is around because Jess has him to 
deal with and stay busy with. And she's doing more. There was a time when she was like either in school or just didn't have as much going on, yeah. hobbies wise. And so she would be annoyed that I was gone. But that's changed a little bit. And now we talk to one another when it makes sense on the trip or when we are missing each other or whatever. And it's uh, it's much better. Our our conversations are pleasant. Uh, pleasant, huh? Yeah, they're nice. It's nice talking to her. Instead of her being cranky. Do you like? Hateful. Are you telling me you like talking to your wife? <laughs> yeah, I do. I really do. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you other guys have a take on that. I but we just I don't talk every day when I'm on the road. We text a lot. Texting has also made that easier. It's easy yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she texted me s- since we've left already. We've been gone for 30 minutes, and she's already texted me asking where I put something. Hey, uh, I've never had a girlfriend and gone on tour, so I can't really. Hopeful input. Thank you, Aaron. You've been away, though, from your girl, right? Talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. So you have some in- insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that is, but uh, not good insight though, because when I was away, that's when it didn't work out. That's why it didn't work out. Oh. Hmm. What do you mean? I just can't stand the distance. Uh. I gotta see. I gotta. Person has to be there for me. Oh, you guys were dating long distance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hard. I've done a good deal of that, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was going to be my next question. Uh, a couple se- semesters at a time, I guess. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. That, Jess and I would spend a summer apart occasionally when we first started dating, but after that, we were together all the time, and we I've never really done the long-distance thing, ever. It seems almost impossible to me. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Because I think I'm like you, Aaron, a little bit, where it's like... I mean, even with my good friends, I have yeah. a hard time keeping up with my friends if they're not in front of my face. Yeah, me too. You know? yeah. Towards the end of that, I think I was kind of relying heavy on the relationship rather than making new relationships where uh, I was, mm-hmm. which is kind of a bummer. Oh, that's when you were transplanted? Yeah, well, there was, there was some of each. Yeah. Now Kristen and I both work from home, so this is like my vacation from her. <laughs> You both do a fair amount of traveling, though, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys talk on the phone every day? No. No. Oh, yeah, we do some texting. Yeah. Was it an explicit choice, or did it kind of evolve into that? Uh, you know, it's actually, this is the first relationship I've been in where we've probably never had a conversation that's longer than, like, half an hour on the phone. Yeah. Interesting. I hate talking on the phone. I used to love it. Really? Yeah. Well, I when I mean this was before social media. Sure. I'm old. <laughs> no, I used to get home from school and call like call my best friend who I just spent all day with. Right. As soon as we get home from school, we call each other on the phone and talk. That is this annoying. is a hit episode, I'll tell you. This, uh, <laughs> this sorry folks about the windshield wiper noise. 
It's annoying to me in the van. I'm sure it's annoying on the show. We'll try to have Flannel Graph Records take care of that uh, when we get back home. Well, we can use the advance. Yeah, we'll use uh, the advance. You to know who we should get to take care of that? <laughs> we'll that, tell you later. Yeah, okay. Um, this is a tour we have right now with no tour manager. Jared wasn't able to come on this trip, and I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit happy about it, frankly, right oh, now. Oh, because you got room in the back. We're in the yeah. minivan. We should say that. We're not in We're the We're in the minivan, so we don't have as much room, and Jared's huge. Jared's so big. And, uh... <laughs> Jared's the biggest man I know. And, uh, it would be really stuffed back here. Yeah. I, but on the other hand... I wish Jared was here for yeah. every other reason. Sure. I am a little... Not concerned, that's not the word. I'm a little bit... Uh, I don't know what. I wish Jared was here because now I have to deal with some things I don't want to have to deal with in terms of sort of being the point man at the shows. Hey, I'll do it. Or Ben yeah, can do it. it. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> Aaron, I'll do it. Aaron is doubting you, man. I'll do, do it. That. You're the last person who would do that. You kidding me? I'll do it. I'll put it on. I'll TM. I'll You're do it. You buy, me, you buy me some stuff every day. I never what? bought Jared anything. He spends money on this band. Yeah, but he's a he's a fool. <laughs> okay. Whereas I am not a fool. You're a businessman. I'm a pro. You're not only going to make money for yourself, you're going to make us more money. I'm going to make us all more money. I'm going to get us so rich. Uh, no, what do you have to do? You walk in. Hey, uh, where are the bands? Yeah, and then at where the should end we load night, in? Yeah. You got to grab your phone. Yeah, there's pen. that, but there's also like... So, for instance, I got an email from the New York show... That's like, hey, here's their list of backline gear. Do you guys want a backline? Now I have to respond to that and be like, well... That's easy. What do they have? Does it suck? I don't know. We can look at the list in a little bit. Uh, uh, it's sure, probably sure bad. It's nice stuff. Uh, no, it's probably not in this stuff. Well, yeah. Watch but, out. Watch out, dude. What do you got? Oh, hey, thanks. Oh, Yikes. Wait. What was that? A yeah, pizza? I, <laughs> I think it's a cornhole. Oh, there was a cornhole set in the middle of the highway. I'm a little nervous about the driving, frankly. Really? Well, you're doing a fine job, Mike. I don't mean that. Oh, we're but, losing uh, a lane here. This is the weather. The weather. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's night. We're doing this at night. Let me say this, Aaron, if it gives you any kind of consolation. Because I share your uh, reticence with the weather. But uh, If I've we got... die, we're all going to heaven. <laughs> That's all you need to know, man. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've got about 16 years of perfect driving record behind me. Knock on wood. No, I mean... I'm not saying you personally. I know. I'm just saying yes. you're in good hands. Okay. Yeah. That's. I'm not trying to. I'm not defending myself so much as I'm trying to reassure you. You're insured by Allstate. <laughs> yes. Sure. I think it is. We're all in good hands. My mom used to say to my friends, "Be careful. You got precious cargo." I would be so embarrassed. Mom, oh, you're mom precious. Said that too, the precious. I'm the precious. Say, We're not pregnant, mom. <laughs> my mom said that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mom, if you're listening, thanks. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, stop. Yeah, <laughs> stop. Don't doing. come in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just said, said, don't come in. Here's stop. Every time I see those, uh, <laughs> those don't text and drive things, my uh -huh. mind goes immediately to uh, text can wait, masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Every time? Yeah. Wait, that's sex can wait. Sex can sex wait. Sex can wait. But that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> is it more dangerous to 
text in the car or masturbate in the car? Uh, I've never wrecked doing either. <laughs> I'd say it, it, it's probably more dangerous to boom, baby, in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're censoring. That's good. We need a button. We need some kind of button yeah. to censor ourselves. Yeah. I shouldn't have said the M word, probably. We're going to Why? Why? Well, because we're going to tag the episode. It's a natural thing. Wait, wait, wait. I know, but we don't. But this is an all ages show, as far as we know. And all ages should figure that out eventually. When they reach a certain age. There shouldn't be any confusion or shame about it. I agree. But that doesn't mean I should be talking to little kids. It's a horrible, filthy act. Yeah, but no confusion or shame. Let's get it straight to sin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's clear that up. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't want to be wishy-washy on this. Flippy floppy. Yeah. One thing I want to say here real quick is... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to pa- wear a pair of flippy floppies on this issue. You, you don't want to be flaccid on the issue. <laughs> oh. You want to be straight. On, straight and narrow. Take a hard stance on this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh no. Oh, I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> I was gonna I say. Was, um, give a stiff upper lip. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, erect a firm opinion. <laughs> oh. Oh man, I don't think we've. Uh, hey, this is a Dayton truck. Let's just follow oh, yeah. the show. Dayton Freight. We'll just follow the show. Uh, we uh, we haven't made too many jokes like that on this podcast. No, it's yet. fair to do it for a little bit. We can do some adult humor. Blue. Do blue. Blue. Humor. Blue. Co- yeah. Blue uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, for historical purposes, tonight is All Hallows Eve. It's Halloween. <laughs> we are driving to a Halloween show. In the van, David and I are in costume. <laughs> ben and Aaron are not. I'm, I'm halfway there. <laughs> I just wanted to paint that picture for the listener. I mean, I, it's dark and I can see myself. Yeah, me too. Very clearly. The costume is we all white. We should get white. a blacklight in this van. Oh, yeah. Blacklight van tour talk. That'd be weird. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, blacklight edition. I need to get around this van. We're poking. Speaking of... Did you guys do anything last night? Uh, I went to bed early, watched some Seinfeld, and fell asleep. I put, I say that uh, I was with both Aaron and David. Lesh. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. My wife was with you too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Bono, she didn't dress up. The edge. She didn't. Was no. it a costume party? It's Halloween. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not. It wasn't Halloween yesterday. But I'd say eighty percent of the crowd was in costume. Oh wow. That's good. That's a good number. It was because there were a lot of people there. Yeah, there was a cover band show last night in Bloomington. And? And I was in one of the bands. You were in the Skinner band? I was in the Leonard Skinner band. No, I was in the B-52s band. Played guitar. Got glitter all over my stuff. Oh, no. So look forward to that. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, uh, that reminds me. The plumber, that, the racist plumber that was at my house this week. My, my dad had called him initially. And my dad's name is Leonard. And when he was writing the, the like, the, the ticket, the ticket for the, the estimate on the work, um, he said, oh, the receptionist wrote down here that your dad's name is Leonard. Is that right? I was like, yeah. She goes, L-Y-N-A-R-D? And I was like, 
What? Really? No, that's like Leonard Skinner. And he's like, yeah, I didn't think that was right. And then he goes, and then I spelled it correctly, L-E-O-N-A-R-D. And uh, he goes, yeah, it's funny because we're on Leonard Springs Road, spelled correctly. And the receptionist wrote it this way for some reason. Oh. That's pretty weird, huh? Leonard. Leonard. Although Leonard Skinner has two Y's, I believe. Yeah. <coughs> that's cool. Yeah, pretty exciting. That's good. Yeah. No, that's cool. He was, there was a racist comment made by my plumber to me this week. What was it? I don't want to say it. Yeah, don't say it. Hey, your wife asked last night if our outfits were going to be too clan-like. Oh. No, why? Ooh. We're wearing, we're, we're wearing all white. That's, well, I that's think, the reason. I don't but. think the clan gets to claim white clothing. No. no. And we're not in robes, we're which I think makes a difference. And yeah. we're not in hoods or hats at all. True. We have no head coverings. Well, Ben has some earmuffs. I just want I just want to think no, so I'm just make, I want you guys to tell me no. Well, even she, before we left, when I had my suit on, she said it looked pretty space yeah, it's gonna look, it's gonna look awesome, yeah. astronaut. Yeah, the jackets give it like a like a Zor-El kind of feel. Jor-El, I mean. Krypton. That's Superman's dad. I mean, if all else feels, we can get uh, uh, hoods and goggles and say we're hazmat. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, <laughs> that Breaking true. Bad, dude. Ebola. Yeah. Ebola. Oh, that would be really good for the Ebola clan. I'm sure that will be some cleanup crew in the crowd. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious to see what kind of costumes we see. We had such a the turnout of folks in Dayton, which we talked about on the show last time we were there, was so strange and and magical. I'm real curious to see what we are getting into on Halloween in Dayton. Yeah, it's gonna if be. I don't it's see a big an elderly show. woman vomit on the streets, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the episode of Heartbreaker tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Are you also looking forward to the call with your girlfriend after you talk with your other dating girlfriend tonight? I'm looking forward to hanging out with her friends again. What <laughs> <laughs> was her name? Do you remember? Nope. Yeah, I don't remember. You? I don't know if I ever learned it, actually. Okay. I, just, I, think that, I think that I never knew it. Oh, I thought we knew it on the show somehow. My neck is... I want to say Ashley. Sore. Hey, by the way, as of right now, it looks like we're going to have a day off in New York City on this trip. So, listeners, if you've got any suggestions for places to eat or things to do while we're in Bow. the Big Apple... Ding, 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 hey, Laura, Laura Capelli's calling me. Should we answer on the show? Don't... Uh, yeah, we could get Laura Capelli on the show. Let's do it. I don't know if she has an input on the oh. lifestyle. Well, yeah, let's talk to her. Hey, Laura. So Ben is now answering the phone with Laura. You might hear some of that in the background. Uh, we're going to get her on the... Oh, wait, the speaker. This isn't going to work. Yeah, oh, you have that speaker. There? Right, okay, we got a new hey, speaker. Yep, I can. Hey, uh, what's up? You're on uh, Tan, you're on Tan Van Tour Talk podcast with uh, Mike Adams' band. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hi. Are you uh, on speaker? So I'm on... Oh no, no, yeah. don't do that. You want to call me when you're down or something? No, you're a no, guest. You're, you're, you're a guest on the show. You're a guest on the show now. Oh, oh, well, how fun. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry, I didn't. How's ask. Where, how's Terry going? We just literally started an hour ago. Oh, okay. So, uh, you're in the, in the honeymoon period, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're doing it with each other like every two seconds. <laughs> 
I'm not sure if you can hear enough people. Can you hear me, Laura? I can't. I can hear. I can hear whoever just shouted. That was Aaron. That was Aaron. Yo, what up? Hey, Aaron. Yo, what up? Hey, Laura. This is Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike. Laura. How, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm standing at 37th and Hawthorne Boulevard in lovely southeast Portland, Oregon. Yeah, you just moved to Portland. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Uh, from Bloomington. Well, you went from Bloomington I, to Portland. Did I tell you about it? Is that what you asked? Yes. Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, so I um, got offered a job as a living nanny and... They kind of gave me a week or something to decide, and I was like, yeah, I'll go do that. So, um, packed a couple of suitcases and uh, relocated. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, and now I live with a couple and a five-year-old, and um, I, that's about it. <laughs> Are you enjoying it out there? Do you like it out there? I do. Um, I've had a couple, like, pretty weird things. Maybe Ben has already shared them with you. I'm not sure. I've had like a couple strange things happen. I guess there's like a, you know, like cheaper than weird or whatever. But like, I wasn't working as much as I thought I would over the summer. So uh, I worked a couple very odd jobs, um, just kind of to make a little extra cash. What was the oddest job? Um, definitely the orgy. <laughs> uh, what? The orgy. Yeah. The, the orgy. The yeah. orgy. Oh, man. Yeah, talk about the orgy. No, Ben hasn't told us any of this, Laura. He won't shut up about his girlfriend. That's all he talks about. So he hasn't told us any of these great stories. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Michelle doesn't work at an orgy. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. What? Just on and on about Michelle not working at orgies. <laughs> Sucks. I know my place. Sucks for me. I'm I'm the wild card. Yeah, I, that's why I wanted you to be on the show. I love it. <laughs> These are bullies. Yeah. Uh, Describe the origin. Sorry. Can you, can you just run down the origin? Such a great story. Yeah, run it down. Sure. <laughs> it is okay. I mean, that's why I brought it up. It's a good one. Um, so I uh, was looking on Craigslist to gig just trying to see what I could do to make a little extra money because I wasn't working as much as I thought I would. Um, so this lady posted, like, can you please help me host my party? Must be kink-friendly. And then she signed it the Duchess. And I was like, um, <laughs> hell yes. I will definitely respond to this person. So I'm kind of like a try-anything-one sort of person. So I emailed her. She emailed me back. And then she didn't. I didn't hear from her for, like, several weeks and um i just thought that she decided against me or something and then it kind of out of the blue i get a call from her and she was like hey i've been so busy getting ready for my party that i haven't had time to find anybody to actually help me host it are you still interested i was like you know at that point i already like made some extra money but i was like whatever i'll just do it for the experience i have that night off so i'll just do it and she sold it to me as like a burlesque performance where she was like, yes, there will be performances and like people will be like breathing fire. She had a bunch of like crazy things that she was saying. And it's not, I mean, in my head, it took place in this like mansion with windy staircases. And you know what I mean? It was like 
it was like much more like um, uh, theatrical than what it actually was. And so I um, I got there, and there was like it was it was like a really it was way outside of town. I had to take the bus like really far just to get there. And then I, uh, like, she was like, we're right out, you know, a block away from the bus stop. She didn't say that she was, like, basically on the side of a mountain, so it was, like, a half a mile walk up this really steep hill, which is just totally the Duchess. She just, like, <laughs> lied about everything she told me. You know, they were like, so... So she was like, yeah, you know, short walk, but up a hill, and, like, yeah, there's going to be theatrics, just meaning, like, crazy shit going on all night. Right. Um... So I get there and the house looks really small from the front and I walk inside and there's like a velvet curtain and I'm kind of like, hello, like I'm, I'm here to work, you know, like trying to get somebody's attention. Finally, this uh, dude in just like boxer briefs opens the curtain mm. and he's like, oh, hi, you must be like Loretta or something. And I was like, mm, yeah, no, I mean, my name's Laura, but yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, so he like walks me in and literally the first thing I see uh, is like a, it's like a teeter-totter um, but on each end of the teeter-totter is a dildo. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. It's, it's like literally the centerpiece of the living room and I was like, oh, fuck. You know, like she, she told me King Friendly is in like you must be aware that there is like a sexual undertone to this party. And I was like, yeah, I get that. That's cool. Um, but I think like basically as soon as I got there, I realized what the deal really was because the living room was covered in like pillows and blankets and like the kitchen just had like crazy amounts of food and crazy amounts of like snack food. And so my job was to like walk around, uh, make sure everything was like set up uh, for fun times and also to put out little like trays like really nice cute actually like antique metal trays that were covered in like um and I feel bad because now I'm on this I'm, a, I'm on a public street so I'm going to walk a little further away <laughs> um, so like the trays were covered in like condoms and lube and like like little pringle joints and pills like any, any anything you want to put in your face or body you could do and that it was it was crazy and so that was before and she had asked me to to wear something sexy and I was like I mean I'm not like I don't own anything like that like I you know like I I have like I so she like made me try on her clothes also let me describe this lady when who when I met her was instantly very rude to me like was not fun to be around was not nice or thankful that I was there was very bossy which like I should have anticipated she had told me she was a dominatrix but like you know whatever that's her profession I guess but um so she she was also like she had scars all over her body and had obviously had like reconstructed surgery on her face and she was completely bald. She had the sexiest voice I've ever heard in my whole life. So like, whatever she had sold this thing to me as was just this amazing ballroom type area where people would be like, 
taking drinks and watching burlesque performers and this like sexy voiced woman probably had like long flowy blonde hair and was you know really kind and like buxom or whatever right. and then when I what I saw was just like pillows thrown about condoms uh, condoms and loops thrown about um what else yeah just like you know dildos everywhere like it was like it was like more apathetic than I thought it would be yeah and um there was a bouncy castle there was a DJ there was an indoor movie theater um I would alternate between passing out cellar shots and passing out bottles of water uh because people were just like so messed up yeah um, so, and it was a 12 hour shift. She told me it'd be eight hours and I, I got there early and I stayed late and I ended up being there for 12 hours and, uh, it was very intense. How many people were there? It was crazy. How many people were there? Uh, probably like throughout the night I estimated maybe 80 to 100. Oh, but oh at, Man. But at times it was very small, and at times it was extremely packed. Did you witness debauchery? Oh, oh. did I witness what? Were you witness to the debauchery that was happening? Oh yeah, yeah. That was another thing that she had told me that everything that would happen would happen behind closed doors. And then literally one of the first things she said to me is, "Oh, just so you know, tonight we have an open door policy." What? And I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> What did that mean? And it turns out that means all the doors are open so you can see what's going on inside the room. Oh, that's weird. One, one time I walked, I'm going to have to get off the phone here in a minute or two. But one time, I, at one point I walked down the stairs. Oh, the house looked small from the front. It was massive. It was massive inside because it hung over a ravine. It was really cool, actually. Um, and at one point I walked down the stairs to the downstairs bar. There was an upstairs and a downstairs bar. And I, um, I just heard like the rhythmic sound of thinking, like on on a beat. And I walked down the stairs, and just sitting at the bottom of the stairs was a guy, just r- rhythmically thanking someone. Wow. And she was just laying there again. Apathy was the the theme of the night. I thought. Wow. Rhythmically, what? Spanking. Spanking. Oh, spanking. Okay. Yeah. Wow. What? That is really weird. That's very strange. It was it was really weird. There was a furry. I, it was the first time I'd ever seen a furry in real life. Was there just one furry um, amongst yeah, all the... Uh, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> amongst the normal. Yeah. Oh <laughs> just standing around. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was dressed like a purple unicorn, and he was, a, he was an acrobat, like, as a profession. And I was in the downstairs bar getting trash together, like recycling or something, and I and I went to walk away from the bar, and the bar was enclosed. It was like, you know, just like a... Anyway, he had done a handstand in front of me and made it so I couldn't walk by him without saying, excuse me. And I was, and so he was just holding this handstand kind of like five feet from me. And I was like, uh, excuse me, I need to get by. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And walked away on his hands to get out of my way. Because <laughs> that would impress me. <laughs> so crazy. Lord, does an orgy pay well? <laughs> so, um, I... Then she asked me she she asked me what I would charge and she paid me what I charged, which was one fifty. Okay. But looking back, 
Um, I definitely could have, like, asked for more, and the work was extremely hard. Um, She also, like, didn't say thank you. She was, like, really rude. I thought she was really unhappy with me, and, like, I'm a hard worker. I wasn't about to just, like, phone it in. Like, I knew, like, I, you know, I waited tables for years. It it wasn't hard to do this job, but it was, um, but it was stressful in lots of ways. So, after... Afterwards, I thought she would, like, give me a tip or something, and she didn't do that, um, which, you know, whatever. Tip tip your orgy worker. Um, And and, uh, I went to... I went home. I didn't hear from her for weeks, and then just out of nowhere, she texted me, you know, from Duchess, Camille, um, asking me to work for her full-time. She was trying to poach me from my nanny family, and she offered to give me a car. Like, so I guess my working interview worked out really well, and I was like, no way. Like, (laughs) I mean, I said it more politely than that, and I said, look, if you ever need me, like, work the party again, I'll do it for two fifty. Um, but, like, other than that, no. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm, I'm back with my nanny child, and, uh, we are getting ready to hit the road. So, hey, Skylar, do you want to say hi to my friend? Say hi. No, she doesn't want to. She's running away. Come on, I pricked this way. Hey, thanks Okay, so... Thanks for talking. Yeah, no problem. I'm, you know, I hope I hope it made some good additions to yeah, yeah, no, whatever you're the, doing. Thanks a lot for being on the show, Laura. This was a great call. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ben, how are you? I'm good. I'll call <laughs> you That's later. why I originally called. Okay, cool. That sounds good. All right. Happy care. Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Halloween. Wow. That was incredible. That was insane. I thought that that's the kind of thing that only happens in a movie. I know. Yeah, yeah that felt like a that felt like a uh, like a stand-up comic telling a story. Yeah, I know. I she know. should pitch to them off. She should pitch to them. Uh, off. Yeah, she should. Oh, by the way, speaking of the moth, uh, I so for those that don't know out there in podcast land. I interviewed these guys recently for our Tumblr blog, and I did a little profile on each of the fellows in the band. And <clears throat> I asked what uh, podcasts everyone liked, and ev- all you guys answered with different answers. And I've been checking out the podcasts that everyone was into, including the Moth, which David mentioned. And uh, I have really gotten into that one, the Moth. You check out my brother, my brother and me. I did. I turned it off after half an episode. No way. But I need to maybe give it another chance. Really. They were doing, they, it was fine, they were doing some uh, some types of humor that I'm not crazy about, and talking and referencing some comedians I'm not crazy about, so I just you want gotta to feel give it, it right there. You but gotta I need give to, it Yeah, yeah. I need to dip into it again and I see. love it. They answered, someone answered my question once. How's, how's it go? I, I mean, I pretty much just... Oh, you didn't even get I to didn't the good stuff. I didn't get too far into it. Yeah. You just got, you were just into the riff. Well, they answered Yahoo Answers. Oh. Uh, it's an advice show. Okay. And they also, uh, listeners write in questions and they'll give them advice. I need to give it another try because someone else that I, I like that show so much. I'm driving to West Virginia next month to go see him do it really? live. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some other people that I know have mentioned it recently and said they enjoyed it. So I need to give it a fair I'm going with Laura. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And Evan Smale. That's great. We're all going down to West Virginia because they all, they, they're who got me into it. I like the moth. 
But I bought their uh, their app for uh-huh. the phone, and it is the most useless thing. Really? It's so bad. <laughs> it like doesn't play back and oh, restarts no. all the time. It's bad. Moth, make a new app. <laughs> I've gotten real into the Moth. What was the, Aaron? Which ones did you mention? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, it's it's funny you said the Moth because I really do like it, but I don't think I mentioned that one. I think I said best show, mm. analyze fish. Uh, you're talking YouTube, right? Uh, which actually I don't, I didn't really like, but I I'd been listening. The YouTube one, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like Analyze Fish. That's probably my favorite. I haven't heard that one either. Um, what else? Uh, Science Friday. And, uh, you guys have been listening to Serial? No, no, I want to. I was going to maybe do that on this tour. Yeah. I haven't had any time. I'm caught up on it, and I've got some opinions about it, but I'm curious to see how it all mm-hmm. plays out. You got a firm opinion about it? Huh? Firm firm opinion about it? Um, Hard opinion? You mean about... I'm talking about just about the show itself, not about the subject matter of the show itself. I don't have an opinion on that. You have not yet erected a strong opinion? <laughs> no. Happened. You see what I did? That's what it's called. The call back. Yeah, Laura just show. took it to the next level. Yeah. We were worried about yeah. seeing masturbate. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen uh, someone besides myself. Oh, that's not true. I saw some people doing it at a party one time. But really? I've never been making that close. love to each other. Yeah, but yeah. It, you know, it was like in the yard outside. Okay. Some college party. But I've not. I've not been that close to people besides myself being intimate. There was a time when I saw a friend of mine who thought I was asleep do it with someone on a couch bed. Pull out couch bed. That was pretty awful. That was pretty awful. Um, That's the only time for me. Uh, That reminded me though of another story uh, from uh, previous touring days. uh, Husband and wife played a show at um, Bard College. In, uh, what's the name of that town? Annandale on Hudson or something like that? Uh, in New York. And we were sleeping in the dorms. Will and I were taken to a separate room. There were two dorm rooms. Tim and Bryant slept in one room. Will and I slept in another room. The next morning, uh, Will got up to go find the other guys. We were on a different floor. Will walked down to that other room. Uh, he couldn't remember which door it was that we had come out of previous morning so he there were two that he was like it's these two but he didn't remember which one for sure 50 50 oh man so he just picks one and walks in and there's a guy masturbating in his bed oh uh, and he and will no. he stops he and will make eye contact and will just closes the door and goes to the next room which is where he was supposed to go oh <laughs> and man he then he will was himself pretty traumatized by it and didn't mention it for like two days until <laughs> somehow it like came really? up. Yeah, it kind of came up or came back to him through a conversation. And he was like, whoa, you guys, I forgot to tell you about this traumatic thing that happened. And then he told us all that story. And then it was, we couldn't stop laughing about it. it wow, that's wild. Like, what are the odds? I think I would have said, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Even though that's something that I hate to hear, I think that's yeah. the only thing that would yeah. come to mind if I, my if bad. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty rough. I would have said, whoops, 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's probably. I didn't close the door. I probably would have just started laughing immediately and said, oh no! <laughs> I guess my uh, freshman roommate would occasionally have sex with me and. No! <laughs> what? Uh, I meant to say. Freudian slip there. Uh, no, with me in the bunk across from him. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Really? He would have. Like, he would know. Relations with his girlfriend while I was eight feet away. Really? Also on the top bunk. You know, it was like matching top bunks. <laughs> Wow. He knew you were there? Yeah, he knew I was there. That's brazen. Was he an exhibitionist? No. But... Did he think he was sneaking it? Uh, Maybe they just thought I was a heavy sleeper. I was not. Why would... (laughs) I was not. Why would you ever do that? I think it happened once or twice, and around that same week I started to try to sleep other places. Uh, You didn't want to confront him about it? Well... I mean, they, they kind of were, I, I I don't know, I made my presence, like, that I was alert, known. Coughing and, and getting up to make like, coffee and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of thing. Asking to borrow a pen. I don't I really don't remember. Hey, hey, dude, can I borrow a pen? <laughs> I don't remember what, how that worked. My yeah. bad, bro. There, was, there wasn't a lot of communication happening between us. Sure. Was he a random selection, or did you know him before? Yeah, he was a random selection. Okay. I think I've talked about him before. It was, it was kind of a disaster. Oh yeah, you might have. That yeah. sounds a little familiar. Yeah, rough stuff. Uh, Aaron, Ben, did you guys have roommates in the dorm? No, I had a single. You had a single. Wow. Yeah, I had a, a random selection roommate my freshman year, Clayton. Clayton. Good guy. We got along very well. It was awesome. And uh, and then I roomed with Logan Norrell. Oh, cool. You guys know. Uh, and that was real fun, too. Man, I never had a single problem at the dorm, so I loved it. I, I really <laughs> loved the dorm, too, actually. Uh, I, had, I had... So my initial experience, I had a random selection roommate, but it was just for a summer. And then I was roommates with my buddy Chris, and we lived across the hall from Tim. And so I just had a great time in the dorms. We had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, Big Daddy Chacha. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) He lived on our floor. He lived a couple doors down from us. He would come and read us his poetry and uh, talk to us about his his, uh, fetish for Asian girls. He lives in Korea now. He lives in Korea now. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He's been, uh, lately his thing is ordering these custom tailored suits. Oh. Kind of crazy colors. And he has them... Embroidered with cha on the inside. Really? Yeah. That is perfect. Big Dad. You know he's Ben Fowler's brother. Ben Fowler's older brother. Oh. John and I knew him before I knew Ben. Like for a he's, while before, and became pretty good buds with him before I ever knew Ben. They're very different siblings. Oh. Polar weird. opposites. Ain't is he? Is that what he calls himself? As Big Daddy Cha Cha? He asked us to refer to him as Big Daddy Cha Cha. <laughs> Yes. No. Yes. What did you guys say? I forget frequently that his name is John. If someone, oh man, when he said I that, had... no, when he said, when he said, hey, he's got this kind of drawl that I love, but he's just like, hey guys, call me Big Daddy Cha Cha. It was like, you got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that, that's lost in my mind. Yeah, that, that, we loved it. We if loved someone it. genuinely was like, hey, my name is John, but. Uh, 
I prefer if you called me Big Daddy Cha Cha. You gotta understand, this guy is not arrogant. He is unique and he is. Uh, he's proud, but he's not arrogant. He is just trying to experience life, man. And I loved it. I loved him and I loved it. Okay. And so he just wanted that nickname, so he, he snatched it out of thin air and kept it for himself. <laughs> Cha-cha. He would write us these poems, and I remember the title of one that was called I'll Take Burritos, and he would just tack them like Martin Luther onto our dorm door, and then Chris and I would come home and find them and read them and caddy a little collection of them. Uh, we would also do this thing, we had a tweed cable, and we, we had a couch in our room that Jimmy Mann was living on for a while, and uh, we would all be sitting on the couch watching the television, and we would say, Big Dad, hey, Big Daddy Cha Cha. We'd shout that down the hallway. Big Dad, Big Dad, hey. Because he was like three doors down from us. And then he would just come sauntering into our room and lean against the door and say, What's up, fellas? And we'd say, Oh, Big Dad, thanks for coming down. Could you turn that TV up just a little bit, man? <laughs> <laughs> he would kind of chuckle and then just do it. <laughs> and that'd be it. It was perfect. He got tear gassed one time. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Um, it was during the IU riots of 2001, after the uh, basketball season. I remember that. Final Four. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever watched a full basketball game <laughs> in my really? whole life. Start to, start to end, I watched yeah, the whole thing. wow. It was boring. Um, so he was out uh, in the, participating in the revelry and got tear gassed. Saw him the next morning and told us all about it. He was a great guy. I really liked him. I, uh, I've seen him a couple times since then. Always nice to catch up with him, but uh, I haven't got to hang out with him since 2001 and two. You know, it's been a long time ago. Big Daddy Cha Cha. My first roommate was uh, a guy named Drew. I'm not going to say his last name because I don't want him to find me. Uh, Drew, who was a random selection, we were 18. He looked to me like he must be 30 years old or older at the time. The first night, so we were in the dorms. Our Wait, you actually think he was that old? Or he no, just he just old. looked that old. I didn't know how old he truly was, but yeah. it turns out he was my age. But uh, first night, our parents dropped us off, whatever, we're getting settled in. I climb into bed. Gosh, those wipers. I climb into bed, and I'm just like, well, good night. He goes... Yeah, man, time for a little night reading. And he grabs a stack of like three Playboy magazines out of his closet uh, and just lays on top of his covers in his boxer briefs. That's it, just boxer briefs. Lays on top of his covers, and I'm just like, oh, cool, man. And that's it. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't care. I'm just trying to go to sleep. So he lays on his bed, flips through one of them for like two minutes, and then just puts them away and climbs into bed, and that's the end of it. What did he think was gonna I don't know what he thought was gonna happen, but nothing happened. <laughs> so, uh, other, our, otherwise our roommate situation is fine. We don't interact a ton, but when we do, it's pleasant, and uh, we never really got to know each other that well. His uncle was the founder of a somewhat popular Midwest restaurant chain, and owned all of those, so he was always like, if I ever wanted to hook up at one of these restaurants, he could hook it up for me. Hmm. Uh, I should look him up on you Facebook. Know. I bet he's on there. But then another time I came in the dorm, this is the last story I got about him. 
another time I came in the dorm room and uh, my friend Logan and I had been playing guitars there. Logan had a black, slick black Fender acoustic guitar that he had left in our room. And I came in and Drew, he had one of these uh, super sculpted, like thin pencil line beards, you know? Uh, I come in the room. Oh, he's really fit, by the way, and muscular. I walk in. He is on his knees on my side of the room, holding up Logan's guitar, uh, looking at his reflection in the back of the guitar, and using my electric razor to sculpt his beard. <laughs> and I just stopped dead in my tracks. He turns, he turns his head around. He's holding the guitar in one hand, the razor in the other hand. He goes, Oh, hey, man. This is cool. <laughs> that's and I go, so, that's so, it's only an insane person. Does and that. I go, it's not cool, but you can do it. <laughs> and that was it. And I just started laughing. And then it was fine. It was it. And then, yeah, then we went our separate ways at the end of the summer. But that was my only oddball roommate experience, really. You know, we were talking earlier about long distance relationships and. Uh, it, maybe it's it's a good example that I just kind of whoever's around me, I mean physically around me, I just like okay, these are the people. Yeah. Because uh, when I got to school, I didn't know anyone, and uh, the guy who lived right next to me and the guy who lived two rooms down from me were my best friends all through college and oh. continue to be my good pals. It's just like, well, these are this is the crew. These are, and, and, and then I dated a girl who lived underneath us, before underneath us, and uh, like knew everyone in that in that building. Yeah. We all hung out. Who was Dylan and uh, Dylan and David Schofield? Cool. I didn't Dylan, make David. a single friend in my dorm. Oh, man, really. you were living right. Ben was living in the dorm right next to my building. Like yards, oh, yards really? away. That's funny. But we didn't. And I didn't it. make. I didn't. I was never there. I didn't ever hung out there. Kind of because I didn't know anyone. Yeah. But also, I was just. I was just. You cut it away me all the time. I was AD. Back when you were just <laughs> AD. AD. Yeah. But whatever. It was fine. My yeah. my room is just a place to go. Uh, be alone, which I liked. I know what you mean, man. Retreat. Have you ever heard uh, Addison's college experience? No. It's pretty funny. Maybe we should ask him to talk about it sometime if he's comfortable talking about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, I think, we, our plan was to have him be a guest on the show sometime this week. Yeah. So we can uh, get him on the horn yeah. and have him call in and uh, yeah. we'll ask cool. him about it. Guys, it's 55 minutes. Of okay. 55. Okay. Do you want to push the hour, or you just think we should think we ought to wrap it up? I think maybe we maybe we can start editing. Editing? You don't want to edit? You don't want to edit the bad parts? No, out? I don't. I what don't bad parts? I don't want to edit parts. anything. There are none. No, no, no. I think we there are some lulls. No, that's fine. That's part of it. Here's what I'll say. I agree there are lulls, but I, okay. So one of the reasons that I don't mind the lulls is because the whole premise of the show is this is what it's like. This is what it's like in the van. The second reason is because we're cranking them out so quickly, I don't actually have time to edit them. That's true. I have time to put them together, stitch them together, and that's pretty much it. That's true. That's true. Because I like to do them in real time, you know? I don't want to save them up and put them on later. You're right. I, I, you know what, man? I feel that. <laughs> hey, by the way, this podcast is now available on the iTunes store. 
You can subscribe through iTunes and on Stitcher.com. Stitcher, Stitcher, where radio is made. Uh, this episode Stitcher, has been brought to you by Flannel Graph Records. We believe in you. And the Duchess Orgy Parties, Inc. <laughs> get down and get up. But whatever you do, <laughs> it's gonna be nice. That's a good tagline. You <laughs> should use it. <laughs> Teeter and me and totter and you. <laughs> <laughs> and rhythmic spanking. <laughs> wow. That story. Yeah, I'm glad, Ben, that you had told the sex. I'm glad to hear it from Laura. I can't believe Laura... I mean, Stuck I can yeah. because she's a because she's a hard-working woman, but uh, <laughs> I would have immediately left. I would have immediately been like, oh, this is what's going down. Okay, see ya. She's like, yeah. oh, I guess I'll stick around but for yeah, 12 hours. For 12 so. hours and work very hard. <laughs> oh, you know, one thing we didn't ask her, and maybe she didn't know the answer, but I wonder... Uh, how many people were there for 12 hours and how many people were there for 20 minutes? And what <laughs> spectrum was there in between, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many people were just kind of looking around? Yeah. And how many times did Laura interrupt? <laughs> how close uh, did she have to get? I mean, she's... Yeah. yeah. It sounds like she was right there. Did she like wear, that, like, rubber boots you know, or something? I don't know if it was actually that she was actually interacting with too many people coupling. Yeah. Yeah, but she could see it. She could doors see were it. open. Yeah. It was there, like was a, a there was a performance. She didn't talk about that, but oh. there was a performance where everyone gathered around and watched. Watched what? Something happening. I don't I don't I don't remember what it was. Oh no. I bet she took two showers when she got home. <laughs> I, I bet a lot of people were there for the a what long time because there was a lot of drugs. Yeah, like that's the, true. There's fruit punch with ketamine in it. Whoa. Whoa. Really? Like that's pretty serious. Yeah, that is wow. serious. The K-hole. You know, that's a veterinary drug. Really? Yeah. It's a horse tranquilizer. I have a friend who's been taking her dog's medication to help her sleep. <laughs> really? Whoa. Yeah, I told her not to. What kind I don't of medicine? She, I don't know. I don't Flea think she... Flea and tick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only hope. It, just, uh, it, it calms her nerves about maybe having heartworms. <laughs> it allows her to get some rest. I like to tease her about taking dog pills. I don't think she's doing it anymore. It's okay. It is a fun thing to have in your back pocket to tease yeah. someone with that they take dog pills. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any more official business, that, you know, like saying iTunes and Stitcher, if there's anything else we need to say. You can also stream the podcast directly from our website at www.honestweight.tumblr.com. Tumblr. That's it. Good. Where the jams the, run free. The worst thing I think I've. Well that I can recall one of the things teasing someone about. Uh-huh. Uh, a friend and I got a hold of... We, we, we just kind of constantly teased this girl behind us, but in a way that we thought we weren't being abusive. Yeah. It was just kind of like... She was kind of having fun, we were having fun, but we've somehow got a hold of her social security number, <laughs> and we memorized it, and we just rattled it off. I mean, we were, we were uh, pretty much harassing her. Uh, we never intended to like uh, hurt her or anything yeah, anyway. Yeah. I don't think we did, but I mean, we were 13 years old and right. we took it pretty far. Do you still remember it? Uh, no. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Could have read it on the show. But it's yeah. something that I realized later, and like she had reason to get us into a lot of a lot of trouble. 
Because we were... Yeah. Huh. I'm a good person. <laughs> Put that out there. <laughs> Flip that on into the podcast universe. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I definitely, as a... I, I think even as an adult, and I know this is true about myself, I can get a little rough teasing sometimes. Maybe you guys have experienced it. Oh, no, no. kidding? <laughs> and I don't do that on purpose, but I will say, as a teen, I was much worse about it, and I hurt some people a few times, and uh, really felt guilty about that, but never learned how to change, change. Nope. <laughs> nope. But yeah. I had a few friends that I went too far, and like, I brought a few people to tears in my life, Whoa. accidentally, and that was, I've never felt lower, man. Yeah. It's would, bad. Would you say, stop crying, take a dog pill, stop crying. <laughs> take a dog pill, idiot, stop crying. Yeah, things like that. Take a doggy depression pill. The thing is, I actually, uh, I, maybe this is a weird sadist thing about myself, but, uh, I like trading barbs with people. I like to get some of that back occasionally. Oh, it feels great. And for it to be a little rough, you know? And I don't know why. I don't know what happened to me. I had a good childhood. I have a good family. Still, I like to trade barbs. I like to spar a little bit. The good thing is the people don't know, don't have to know about this because we've gone over an hour now. <laughs> we can just, just cut, cut it, it off. Last. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the end of the show, right? Yeah. I, you only make fun of people you like. It's a fact. I yeah, only want to... And it never feels like it's coming from a place that is nasty. Oh, I sometimes, appreciate hearing that, actually. Sometimes I get a little, like, come, come on. Do you? Uh, sometimes. Like, I hurt your feelings. No, but it's just like, give, give it a rest. You can tell me if that's happening because the reason you can tell me that and be comfortable telling me that is because I don't know or understand my own limits. Yeah. And that's why I need you around. I like getting made fun of, though, most of the time. Actually, pretty much, yeah, I don't know. The fact for me is that uh, if I feel comfortable enough to say things that are uh, teasing to a friend of mine, that means I've reached a level of comfort with them that is special to me. Yeah. It's a weird way to show it, I know, it's, and it is a strange, abusive thing. But for some reason, uh, that means to me, that is my way of saying to someone, I'm especially comfortable and like you very much. It's like when you pull a girl's hair on the playground as a little child, because you don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know how to be real for a minute. It's like when you rattle off a girl's social security. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in, folks. Hope you learned a lot this time around. Thanks, Laura, for... Yeah, thank you. Definitely. Thanks, Laura, for the call. That was one of the best stories I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Namaste and peace out. Happy Halloween.